What's the tea, everybody? The bitch is back and ready to catch that dirt, honey. So get your tea mugs out, honey, because we're going to have a shade throwing, gag and slaying good motherfucking time down to the gag and slay show. Catch, honey. Episode five. What's the tea, 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 guys? What's the tea? What have you guys been up to? Yes, honey. I want to thank everybody who has reached out and just listening to the show. The viewers are growing. I also want to shout out again Tiffany Coleman from the last episode for being our first interview and giving us a little bit of insight into the casting world of your favorite show, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And you know what? We took a week off, so we're not going to be with all the bullshit this week. Let's get right into it. Speaking of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, let's go ahead and, you know, listen. I'm going to keep it real with you. I... Uh, had an opportunity to be on the show and, you know, it wasn't the right time, you know, to do it. Um, and, you know, so I was like, fuck that motherfucking shit. I'm not watching the bitch. <laughs> so, um, you know, I slowly have started back watching it because I realized that was some hater ass shit, you know what I'm saying? And everybody knows there's never going to be any hateration or holleration in the dancery down to the gag and slay show. But what I wanted to mention was, what do you guys think about Jasmine popping up everywhere? You know, um, she is Kirk's baby mama. And, you know, you know, by any means necessary, I guess. I mean, I understand why, you know, after I've tried to contact you, Rashida, you know, dozens of times, and you're not reaching out and you're not responding back so we can talk about how we're going to make the situation work for all of the children. Um, now I got to pop up on you, bitch, and see what the real tea is. But, you know, on the other side of the token, you know, Rashida must definitely feel like, well, damn, bitch, did you contact me and try to search me out and seek me out when you was fucking my motherfucking husband? Uh, <laughs> Rashida, leave that nigga, girl. Leave him. Oh, ooh, ooh, leave that nigga, girl. And I got mad as hell. You know, um, that situation is tricky, you know. What do y'all think? That situation is really, really tricky. Oh, and, you know, I almost shed a tear for Kirk, you know, at, you know, the announcement of his mother passing. That was some really heartfelt-ass shit, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I love my mother to death, and she is definitely the reason why I've been able to do so much in my life. So I can definitely understand where he's coming from. And uh, when we come back, we're going to get more into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta in regards to... Should uh, Jasmine be popping up every motherfucking where? Catch that dirt. Do you have any questions, comments, or concerns, honey? Go ahead and email us at thegagandslay at gmail.com, honey. Spill us some tea or come on and have a good kiki. Again, that email is thegagandslay at gmail.com. But don't lose your mind and get it twisted because I will cuss the bitch out. So keep it cute in my inbox, okay? <laughs> All right, you guys, we're back with more of the Gag and Slay show. And where we left off was um, basically Kirk and Rashida on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, honey. So let's get right back into it. Um, you know, I'm just I'm trying to figure out how where I stand on this issue, because I see both of them, of the ladies in regards to Rashida and Jasmine's points where, you know, I'm trying to get this information across to you. My child is here now, so we're going to have to figure this out uh, for the sake of the child. And you know what? 
Rashida, pull your big girl panties on. You've been, you know, ducking and dodging this situation in regards to dealing with Jasmine. So let's have a one-on-one real woman conversation and let's deal with this. I'm sick of it. You know, I, I believe that everybody has the right to express their own viewpoint. And uh, last season at the reunion, um, I believe Jasmine was not allowed to uh, show up to the reunion quote unquote out of respect to longtime cast members uh Kirk and Rashida. Um and I thought that was a bunch of bull motherfucking shit. It's a big storyline. It's one of the most more interesting stories on the show, you know, other than watching Tommy self destruct every week due to her drinking uh her her drinking, which is sad and hopefully she gets, you know, a um a lock on that, but you know, I honestly think that this is a conversation that the public wants to see because everything has unfolded so motherfucking publicly, especially when we did not believe this shit was real in the first place. Because you know, the tease is Rashida and Kirk that y'all not above putting an old one two punch on a bitch to get a storyline to get y'all coin. So now that it seems that this one is real, we want to know, you know what I'm saying? Like, when are we going to get this conversation? We need to get this conversation. We need a one-on-one and then eventually two with one, a.k.a. Kirk, Rashida, and Jasmine. But we need this to happen. So you guys need to figure out what the fuck y'all are going to do because that baby is there. And as he gets older, he does need his relationship with his siblings as well as his relationship with his father and stepmother. Catch that dirt. Because, you know, the child didn't ask to be here. You know, and so y'all got to do the right thing for the child. You know, listen, if that baby grow up to be crazy as hell and all of these things, the only thing I'm going to say is I don't fault the child because y'all did the absolute most and everything else other than consider the child. So let's get it together, bitches. Let's get it together. All right, child. So one of the things that has been going ham on the gag and slate over on Instagram is the clips that I've been posting of this show on WeTV, Hustle and Soul. Now, Hustle and Soul is about a restaurant in New York, and basically the owner is sleeping with every motherfucking body in the bitch, okay? And uh, <laughs> he has his main girl, Anna, who, um, you know, Anna, a.k.a. Arsenio Hall, with that lockjaw thing that she's got going on. Then she's got the headmistress. They've, excuse me, we have the headmistress, Tandy, who actually thinks that her and the owner of the restaurant, whose name I forget, and you know what, I'm going to tell you why I forget his name in just a little bit. Um, She's sleeping with him and thinks they're in a relationship. Um, Basically, you know, she wants to be, you know, in his life permanently. And it's just a hot fucking mess. And then you have the rest of the cast who fill out the show. This show is such a hot motherfucking mess. I really don't have room on my plate. For hot fucking messes to this degree. Because my own life was a hot fucking mess. I'm telling you guys. They fight every week. They're in the pools fighting. They're fucking the damn man. And they're doing it on WeTV. So you know they're getting a dollar and fifty cents to do it. (laughs) Ooh, was that shade? Ooh, catch. (laughs) I think what would make this show jump off though. For the public. For it to really catch on. Is that they have a reunion. I think Wendy or somebody needs to get over there. And get this shit sorted out. And you know what? I'm going to say this. 
I want to shout out WeTV for giving, you know, African-Americans an opportunity to show other, you know, styles of reality television instead of the seven or eight women ensemble cast. You would think somebody like Bravo would have shows on like that because the majority of the audience that supports their number one show, which is The Real Housewives of Atlanta, is of that demographic. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I, you know, whatever, I'm going to watch what I can watch. I don't think that, y'all, I just don't think in my heart that I have the heart to watch it other than clips on Instagram because it's just too fucking much to me, girl. I feel like I'm getting my ass whipped watching these people fight every motherfucking week over this man. Is the dick that good? Has anybody fucked the owner of the pink teacup? Has anybody fucked him? Because... Damn, these bitches are going crazy over that motherfucking dick. And since it's been so long since I had some, I guess, you know, listen, if I was to get some of that dick, I'd probably be frying chicken fucking and fighting too. <laughs> yes, and to catch all of that dirt. Are you guys watching Hustle and, Sl- Hustle and uh, Soul? I would assume so because you guys are blowing my motherfucking Instagram up about it over at the Gag and Slay. Catch that dirt. We'll be right back. Shout out to Shamia Morton, one of the longtime friends of the Housewives on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, for announcing her pregnancy over the weekend, which was Mother's Day. Uh, big ups to her. She got married last year, and now she's pregnant. So it looks like if she returns, you know, we're going to see Portia have to deal with that because we all know Portia has baby, baby fever, as well as Kenya being pregnant, allegedly. And uh, Eva getting married if she comes back. It might be a really, really hot season next year. What do y'all think? Well, yeah, we want to go ahead and give her a big old shout out. Somebody said their baby was going to be ugly. But we don't talk about babies down to the gag and slay show. So we don't don't do that. We don't talk about babies. No, we don't. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, moving right along. Um, What do you guys think about R. Kelly being removed? From the Spotify playlist and allegedly um, any playlist on Pandora. Like, okay, so everybody knows that the man is, he's warped to say, you know, put that kindly. Um, Now, do y'all have a problem that he's such, you know, a sexual miscreant? Or do you guys have the problem that he's a sexual miscreant with underage girls? Because I think that's my problem. But where do we... Are we allowed to separate art from the human? I mean, you know, it's been years since these allegations have been floating around. And if they are indeed actually true, that's some fucked up ass shit, R. Kelly, that you've been doing. But, I mean, have we really gotten proof? You know what I mean? Like, I, I have tons of thoughts on the Bill Cosby thing, but I still watch the Cosby show because Dr. Huxtable is not Bill Cosby. Now, are we boycotting the music? Are we boycotting the person? Because where does the where does the line come between art and human? Like, you know, if I was a musician and I, you know, I'm fucking men. I'm fucking men. I'm fucking men. <laughs> you know, if you do not agree with homosexuality, can you still listen to my art and appreciate it to your life and, uh, you know, apply it to your life? Or are you going to boycott what I'm saying altogether because it's attached to a person who does something you don't agree with? Just like I don't listen to, you know, that would be like me not listening to, you know, half of the female artists out there because they're having babies out of wedlock, you know? So are we picking and choosing here? Like, what's the, what's the real tea, uh, you know? I, oh, what is the real tea, honey? I just need to figure that out because 
should we be able to separate art from personal lives? You know, they didn't grow up in a social media era. So what they did on the low had nothing to do with them entertaining us. I mean, if R. Kelly busted down your door right now, y'all, let's keep it real. Let's go. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. If R. Kelly bust down your door right now and pull out that, you know, pull out that dick and say, you know what? I want to fuck you even though, you know, you older than 17. You know, what's up? Would you fuck R. Kelly? Child, as long as it's been for me. Hell, they don't call him the pie piper for nothing. He could either pipe these pies or pie this pipe. Catch that motherfucking dirt. Oh, <laughs> You step on that dirt, bitch, okay? But R. Kelly, you are a nasty son of a bitch if everything that you're doing is true. So, oh, Lord Jesus, honey. But does that mean I can't listen to Step in the Name of Love at the cookout? Because R. Kelly, like, probably hiding behind the bushes looking at my little cousin. Ooh, child. It's just a fucking hot fucking mess. R. Kelly, why you got to be so damn nasty but be so damn good with this motherfucking music, bitch? You are conflicting. The Saints down to the gag and slay show, bitch. As a matter of fact, the Aints. That's what y'all is. Y'all are Aints. Because if y'all like this mess just as much as I do, then bitch, you's a messy son of a bitch. But you also recognize that this ain't none of your motherfucking personal life, so you don't give a fuck. <laughs> is somebody high-fiving me through this motherfucking iTunes that you're listening to me on, bitch? Okay? Yes. And I also just want to go ahead and give a shout-out to you guys for making... The first episode and the last episode, the two highest rated episodes of the Gag and Slay show. I am so grateful that you guys are actually starting to tune in and listen. You know, I'm not talking to myself out here in the motherfucking world, so thank you. Catch all of that dirt. And uh, you know what, R. Kelly? Damn. You know, listen, what the fuck are we going to do, man? Like, this is like a national fucking tragedy. It took Bill Cosby away from us. And now, R. Kelly, like, you know, ooh, 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 ooh. Are y'all able to disassociate the art from the person? Or if the person is a fucked up individual, then does that mean you can't appreciate the art from what that person has put out? Hit us up at thegagandslay at gmail.com with that one because we want to talk about that in the next episode and just see what some of you guys think. So holler at us, okay? So last week, um, I broke some news about, well, I reported some news. The Jasmine Brand broke the news about the long-talked-about reality show that uh, Funky Dineva, amongst others, was filming, as well as Marlo Hampton. And it came out to be that it was a Candy Burris um, and Todd Tucker production. Um, called Hot Atlanta, darling. And it was going to come on down to the WeTV, which early I gave a big up to for putting on more shows that show African Americans in different capacities. So it looked like it was going to be Marlo and the Gaggle of Queens down to the TV, which is sickening, bitch. You know what I mean? And immediately after I posted what the Jasmine brand scooped, um, I received a text message from someone who said that they were very close to the situation and stated that the show was not happening because there was a big contract dispute and WeTV decided to scrap it all together. So I sat on that information, you know what I mean, because I wanted to give it some time to blow over. And it comes out today that the bitch who fucked it up for every motherfucking body was the Marlo motherfucking Hampton down to the WeTV. Now, bitch... You had your opportunity to be a star bitch of your own motherfucking shit and be the center of your own motherfucking show. And here you go being Marlotta. 
allegedly she wants first class flights and so many things that she was unable to, you know, negotiate on. And they just went ahead and pulled the plug. Let me tell you something first, Marlo. This is WeTV. You're not getting that. You're going to get your $1.50. You're going to film your show. And that's going to be it. So I don't know who the fuck she thought she was, especially for her first season. If you want that, you know, you stay on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, the big question was, was she going to be able to do both? But now that the show has indeed been canceled, it looks like the answer is no, she won't be able to do both. Because she'll be back in a friend capacity, most likely down to The Real Housewives of Atlanta after the reception that she received last season. But my heart goes out to some of the people who I have worked with who were associated with the show, which is um, Julian Lark and uh, Rico Chappelle and Quentin, a.k.a. Funky Dineva, because this was a big break to show them on their own spaces and in their own light and capacity on television. And I'm sure while they are disappointed that they know that more opportunities will come for black men who just so happen to maybe, maybe not be LGBT on our own spaces. So thanks a lot, Marlotta. You fuck that one up. Lying, stealing, seafood, eating, thieving ass bitch. Ooh, did I say that? Gotta go. Now, child, child down in heaven, have y'all been watching The Real Housewives of Potomac? Bitch, that motherfucking show is lit as fuck. Who would have thought your bougie-ass aunties would be bringing so much motherfucking drama down to this show? God damn it. This show got it going the fuck off, bitch, okay? As we used to say back in the day back in Florida, bitch, the shit is off glass. Catch that dirt. Now, let's get right on into everything, honey, because let's start first. <laughs> With Karen's motherfucking wig, bitch, that shit. <laughs> ho, ho, Karen say, ho, ho, ho. Hey, hey, it's just a little hot, it's a little sweaty, bitch, and the glue melting, okay? So I don't need all you bitches coming for me. This 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 wig gonna stay on this forehead. By the way, my motherfucking goodness, what a forehead on that bitch. <laughs> oh, shit, bitch. <laughs> that shit was funny. Oh, my God. Now, one of the bigger stories over the last two to three episodes since we last left off has been Sharice. And Giselle versus the new girl, Candace. And let's just talk about this haze, the new girl culture. I can understand wanting to get to know the new girl. But the way that the particular, the women on this particular cast go about doing it is saying a little underhanded ass shit. And then when a bitch check your motherfucking ass, now you got selective amnesia. You don't know what the fuck going on. And you around here, you know what I'm saying? Bakehead bouncing, moonwalking, and you know pop locking and dropping it out the situation and trying to make the other person be the aggressor when you were the one who victimized that person by saying some underhanded ass shit like did your mom pay for your wedding ring no bitch is your husband paying for your shit oh oh okay Sharice motherfucker and, Gis- and Giselle didn't we already clear you about your motherfucking income coming from 10% of the church tithes and authoring yeah bitch so I mean, really, y'all, what, what's, what is the tea? Like, it's not even, like, that deep. Like, the what the fuck, bitch? Like, 
Candace deserved to give those two bitches in particular every bit of the heave-ho that they deserved. And I am glad that someone stood up. Yeah, cheer-cheers, pip-pip, and cheerio. I'm sure her mama didn't buy those reeds, though. Candace had them motherfuckers ready for their ass, bitch. And I'm here for every last single motherfucking part of it. Now, Karen... Karen, at the dinner table when they were getting into it, Karen is showing... Like, I like to think Karen is dealing with a lot. It's coming out in other ways. And it manifested in cussing Robin ass out down to the table because Robin is definitely the dizziest bitch on that motherfucking show. And thank God somebody called her out. And who was it? But forehead. Bitch, forehead got Robin together so smooth down to that table. Robin was trying to see if she had a motherfucking wig on because, A, Juan don't want you. Stay the fuck out of my business. Number two. Number three, I was not talking to you. I was talking to Giselle. And anytime somebody say Giselle out her mother out their motherfucking mouth, here you go sucking the bitch pussy and trying to take up for that hoe when the hoe shades you the most on confessional and... You look stupid. You are literally the dizziest bitch at the table. I wasn't talking to you. And Karen really didn't want to apologize, and she sure shouldn't have. If I was Karen, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not apologizing because Robin is annoying as the fuck, and I'm not apologizing for Robin being annoying. That's that bitch problem. She's annoying. That's Robin's problem. Stay the fuck out of my business. Or in the words of Karen, get your own panties. Yes, honey, read a bitch, girl. Step your pussy up, Miss Robin. The man don't want you to leave him. Put him out that house that you moved to get 20 square feet more. Stop sucking on Robin Puss, excuse me, Giselle Pussy. And get your life together, ho. Catch that dirt. Yes, Karen is the motherfucking MVP of this show. Now, lastly... Ashley, 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 you are getting on my motherfucking nerves. You and Monique are getting on my nerves. Monique had developed a genuine friendship off camera with Ashley. And I do think that she believed that she could be her unguarded, drunk ass motherfucking self around Ashley. And what Ashley was doing it was putting it in her file cabinet storage in her head to bring it up on camera. And that is some fucked up ass motherfucking shit. Especially to do it in front of the girls who do not like her, a.k.a. Giselle, a.k.a. Robin. They don't like her, and they're going to look for any opportunity to slight Monique. Nobody is worried about why Monique was over there digging in ditches, bitch. She was digging in ditches because she was... Sucking down them cocktails. And, you know, Monique is making excuses. Oh, I have kids. Oh, I have businesses. People have kids. People have businesses. People have nannies. People don't have nannies. You are taking on entirely too much to be doing entirely a whole bunch of motherfucking nothing. So, you know what, Monique? I'm sorry. You're drunk, and it's true. But Ashley is dead motherfucking wrong. For throwing you under the bus like that in front of girls who don't fuck with you like that. So if you don't fuck with Ashley from here on out, I don't fucking blame you. Fuck that motherfucking bitch. Yeah, fuck Ashley. For that, that was some fucked up ass shit that Ashley did. Who the fuck does that bitch think she is to do some shit like that? Especially when her mama over here sucking a crackhead ass dick. Her mama on crack. Anyway, her mama on crack. 
her man half on her. Uh, ooh, you know what? Ashley is taking this out on people who are in her corner, and it's going to do nothing but backfire in her face. And it looks like it might backfire with a little umbrella on next week's episode. Bitches, y'all watching Real Housewives of Potomac? Hit us up. Let us know. These motherfucking crap. Oh, I almost called them white girls. Oop, catch that dirt. They so damn uppity and bougie and ghetto as fuck drinking Mad Dog 2020s down the damn Nemo Colon. That bitch. <laughs> They're a hot fucking mess. I love this show, y'all. We'll be right back. Honey, did you like what you hear and wanted to see more? You can always follow us at The Gag and Slay on Instagram. Again, that is at The Gag and Slay with more content featuring pop culture and reality TV news. And a good old knee slap and kiki in time, honey. Come meet us down at The Gag and Slay. Yes, honey. Catch. Child, well, that was what we had this week on the Gag and Slay show. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, especially over the last couple of weeks, again, and reaching out to me in regards to episode five, a.k.a. Catch That Dirt, honey. So what are you guys thinking about everything? Please do not hesitate to email us at thegagandslay at gmail.com as well as follow us on Instagram over at thegagandslay. I love you guys lots. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and having my back, honey, and for being the messy, shady ain'ts that you is, honey. Catch that dirt. All right, we'll see y'all next time on the Gag and Slay Show. I'll holla.